episode is presented by Mycin. Virtually every chef agrees that a sharp, well-balanced chef's knife is the essential workhorse for any kitchen. A great knife should feel good in your hand, stay sharp, and hold up over time. To the rigors of your kitchen. Simple, right? But behind these deceptively simple concepts are centuries of tradition, technology, design, and craft. Mice spent four years developing the perfect knife because every little detail matters. Mice went through 37 different prototypes until they knew they had the perfect knife. The final result? A knife that's a pleasure to hold, sharp enough to plow through even the toughest foods, and a blade that stays sharper longer. The best part is, by partnering closely with their factories and selling directly online, Mycin is able to offer incredible cookware at wholesale pricing. Go to the link in our show notes to get your Mycin knife today. Mycin, the perfect knife at an unreal price. Every single day And welcome back to another episode of the Woo Child Chronicles podcast. It is your girl Cubana Kiss, and of course, I got my homies. I got Kyle. What's up, Kyle? It's your first show, bro. Gang, gang what up? Finally in the morning gang, podcast. Gang. <laughs> you know what I'm saying we out here. We got Playboy. What's up, Play? What it do, y'all? He's stationary today, y'all. We ain't got him <laughs> in the car, he ain't in a train, he ain't in a hot air balloon. He's sitting down somewhere. And y'all know right. we got my babe, Rock. What's up, baby? What's going on? Long time. I'm happy to be back. I'm so happy to have y'all back. Look, to all my listeners, y'all been hitting me up. What is going on with the podcast? Look, your girl was in grad school, okay? And the shit just did. This last semester of grad school just was not being nice to me. I had to cancel every fucking thing. I had to focus and sit down, but I'm officially finished. And you know, not to toot my own horn, but a 3.99 GPA, I think hey, I did the right hey, fucking thing. Hey, hey, hey. Congratulations. Right, you feel me? <laughs> that was actually really dope. I was actually very proud of myself. Something I decided to do out of the like, not a spur of the moment, but I had been thinking about for a long time. Then I was like, fuck it, just do it. And I'm glad that shit over. School is ghetto in your 30s. I don't give a fuck when nobody say that shit ghetto. You supposed to do that shit when you're young. Wait, what school did you go to? Man, motherfucking Keller School of Management. Um, uh-huh. And I got a master's in public administration. And that shit, it's a lot. Of, and especially in grad school, it's a lot of group assignments. And I don't uh. even like people like that. So Mm-mm. that shit was no. not for me. You're not. <laughs> Hell no. Because I've been thinking about going back to school oh. myself, but ooh, I'm not here. It was a good mix. Like, 
it was a good mix of like um online because i didn't do i never was in actual physical school i always did an online um situation mm, okay. mainly because i'm a i'm a single parent so going into a classroom is just never gonna be easy for me to do with basketball and work and all of that other shit. but man i didn't have to snap on a couple karens I didn't have to. As you should. Baby, I'm ma'am. Ma'am, my name. My real name speaks for itself. You sure you want to do this? Like, I walked in in a nope. meeting one time, like a vert, like we had like a little phone call meeting, and the bitch was talking shit. Like, they need to tell you you're they're running late. And then so I just let her talk, let her talk. Bitch ain't realized I'm in the meeting. And I said, So would you talk all that shit if you knew I was here? She was quiet, crickets. Bitch, I'm gonna find where you live. You better stop playing with me. I just, I don't like people enough to be. I'll never go back to school. I'm done. I had thought about a PhD. I thought about a JD. I don't want no more letters. Actually, I'm good. I'm fine. <laughs> It'd be like that. Definitely. I'm really not aggressive or angry. We are not gonna use those words when we're talking about black women, okay? We're just not gonna do that. But, so, y'all know I like to get into the relationship talk. But before we do that, it looks like everybody got a cup. So, I'm going to start with Playboy. Tell us what's in your cup. Nigga, you muted. Oh. <laughs> what did you do? It, it's well, not, it, it, came out, it was smooth, though. It was smooth. <laughs> yeah, man. No, I got a little something, something right here. A little bit of that, a little bit of this, you know. <laughs> Nothing heard, not a damn thing. <laughs> what's in your What's in your cup? So on my internet. Mm-hmm. Who cup? Yours, nigga. Yours. I'm not, I'm not, so drink, I'm not drinking right now. You're I'm not, drinking not drinking right, right now. now. Okay, it's nah. football season, so I'm gonna need you to get a cup. Definitely some preseason guys on. So we're gonna go I ahead over a whole lot last night. Everybody I'm did. This, I'm in the I same boat. Too. I'm drinking some water today. <laughs> Drink your water today. Four o'clock in the morning. Oh. What about yeah. you, guys? What's in your cup? You know me. You know I got my Ducey all day. Anyway. Mm. Ducey is no chase. It's is a nice straight no chase right now, but uh, some lemonade creeps into this bitch. Don't judge. <laughs> Right, gotta work tomorrow. Hey, I, I I drink straight. You gotta you gotta stop adding that mix in there. You gotta wow. have a drink period, but you don't let anybody clowning nobody. You Get ain't got ass together. Period. My Cubana Kiss Tumblr is Crown Peach and Coke today. That's Ooh. that's the type of situation I'm on. Um okay. you know. I, I, I drink it straight sometimes, but I felt like I needed to mellow myself out. It is Sunday. So, whatever. So, so we so finished. On the day of the Lord, we, we drink Jason? On the day of, um, sure. We could put it that way. We can, we can lay it <laughs> out. It just depends. I needed to be mellow. I ain't want to be too turned up. Then I'm trying to get my son ready for school and I'm whole time like, real ass bitch, give a fuck. And he like, what's happening? Mom, what's happening here? Like, I don't know. I don't want to do that. The ring lights falling in the background. Right, everything's like, falling music, over. Like... We don't know what's happening here. Like, oh, did you tune in to the podcast? She was lit. Oh. No. Man. All right, so we're going to get straight into this relationship topic. 
And if you are not in our Wu Chow Chronicles Facebook page, you definitely need to get in there. It's been turned up the last couple weeks. Right. Kyle been posting some shit. I been posting some shit. And this was posted in the group. A man, so this is Justin LA boy, and I really don't know who the hell he is. Uh oh. <laughs> Proceed. <laughs> Hey, I do not know who Justin L.A. Boy is. All I know is just all of a sudden his his name was just everywhere. However, he tweeted this. A man is supposed to be a provider. If you splitting bills 50-50 with your man y'all and y'all are staying together, that is not your boyfriend. He is your roommate. Oh, so... Lord. You know, it's a it's a it's a whole lot of fellas in this motherfucker. So it I want to know... <laughs> I want to know how y'all feel about that, and I, I'll I'll jump in as I see fit. But I'm gonna start with Brock because he got a little different type of situation than the rest of us. See, I wanted so. them to go first because I want to see what they was gonna say. Okay, okay, we I can do that too. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, let go me ahead, go, go with ahead, Kyle because Kyle, you, Kyle, you yeah, married. Kyle. Tell us what yeah. it is, Kyle. I mean. 50 50 is it shouldn't be about uh i don't think it's about financials be 50 50 as far as what you're doing to benefit the relationship if we're talking about being in a relationship what do you bring as far as that now me personally i was i was i was blessed i was raised in two prayer households so what i see is you gotta pay for it you know what i'm saying but at the same time i never saw a situation where it was all on one person. You know, my mama did, my daddy did ABC, pops did XYZ. You know what I'm saying? It, it was always a fair trade-off. I think what a misconception now with that is like, okay, I don't mind paying, but you got to bring more to the table than just some ass. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's I think what, what the majority of things is breaking down to because some people just get into the relationship saying, oh, I do this and I make it a home, okay. How do you make a home? You know what I'm saying? What what else is what else is there besides Friday night we need to have some shots in this go time? Like, are you can I can I come home? Is it peaceful? Is it uh, you know, is there some food? You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's the agreement. Whatever you have to bring to the table, you can bring something. If I'm doing if I'm paying this, you gotta have that one. It's not gonna be hundred percent on one side, zero percent on the other side. Just fight or don't look like that. Hmm. Okay. I feel like shit. All right then. Um, Playboy, literally, he got like nine hundred and seventy-seven kids. So, what you feel <laughs> about this topic? How you feel oh, about man. it? Not not a whole magic I feel like I feel like you know, real talk. That everybody has their own situation, mm-hmm. and I don't think everybody should do the whole fifty-fifty because some people can't even afford the fifty-fifty. But me personally, Max. I believe as a man. I'm supposed to take care of my own household because either whether you're there or not, I still need my living space. So I'm gonna pay for the crib no matter what. I just want a little contribute contribution, you know, you know, cook sometime, clean up. You want to help out with a bill? That's fine. Take me out sometime, you know. Other than that, I got it. I'm a man. I can handle it on my own, and that's what I'm supposed mm. to do. Mm. But but a man always want to feel appreciated too. That's true, but that's not the topic right now because your ass gonna be having us going left. The topic is who the fuck had these bills, <laughs> bro? You want me to go? You want to go? 
Um, you know what? Kyle actually kind of said it best in how I was going to say it because I was also raised in a two-parent household and that's just what I witnessed when I was growing up was that the bills were spit, sp- excuse me, split 50-50. So sometimes my mom paid for stuff, sometimes my dad paid for stuff. Now, looking on the outside in where I see other straight couples who have this same kind of like argument, my personal feelings is it should be 50-50. And I feel like people's expectations nowadays are kind of out of the realm of like what they personally offer. So I usually see girls who will be like, oh, I need a man to do this, this and pay for everything. But she don't offer nothing to the table. But then in that same breath, I see dudes that are like, well, I need a girl with like a fat ass, small waist, like big boobs due to this. And like he also doesn't offer anything as well. So you got to meet people. You got to meet people in the middle. So like and uh, like Playboy said, like sometimes it's not always 50 50. Sometimes you got to give a little bit more. And sometimes someone else is going to give a little bit more. So, I mean, the situations change all the time, but I do think that it should be a 50-50. I, um, I did not necessarily grow up in a two-parent household, right? Like, my mom was married when she had me and my sister. Um, then they divorced, and then she got remarried to my stepdad, and then they divorced, and then it was just us, right? So, it's like, I, I kind of had, you know, a view of, of kind of both. However, um, in my household, I don't know who paid what. All I know is we had shit. Now, who was responsible for it? I have no... To this day, I'm 32. I still don't know. All I know is (laughs) the lights was on, the water was on, the gas was on. We had food. Like, I know those things. Like, I have no idea who was paying what. Um, Also, at 32, though, um, what I've noticed is that um, what both Brock and Kyle and actually Playboy have touched on is that um, I think in society and in, in social media, they've made it seem as if as a man, if you're not paying all the bills in the house, if you're not stressed the fuck out, making sure your household is taken care of, then you're not being a man. Mm-hmm. And to that's me, that's not being a man. Being a man to me is like, OK, babe, look, I ain't got it this month and you got to help me. Like to me, I respect that man before I respect the man that's just like stressed the fuck out and struggling and not communicating necessarily with me um i'm also very much so um not as independent as people think i am like i got a lot of help in the background so people always be like oh you're so independent i'm not i'm really i'm not where's my man i'm gonna call him i'm at the shop (laughs) this nigga i don't know what's happening where are you come help me my mama on the phone my granddaddy on the phone like i believe in cold-heartedly like everybody helping everybody in that village situation mm-hmm. so as far as those bills being 50 50 you know just call a spade a spade it's not 1960s one household one income cannot necessarily run the household and it just can't so yeah you might make good money to pay the to pay the bills but can you feed yourself can you can you go out and kick it can you do those things like can you play you don't even know if you can play you can pay the bills though like no one wants to live like that so for me i don't give a fuck what i gotta do if he say babe i'm gonna take care of majority of these bills and you just gotta cook clean and pay the light bill guess what light bill gonna be paid for the fucking year here i paid it and that's that's all i gotta do because what i'm also gonna make sure i do as the woman in my house is (laughs) memories that i feel like are needed Y'all if you're taking that. care of the mortgage the light bill the gas bill i'm all i'm responsible for is goddamn taking care of these kids and 
and um fucking making sure it's groceries and shit in the house we're gonna have experiences we're gonna i'm paying for vacations i'm paying for trips i'm making sure that we have those memories as a family i feel like that's what people fail to realize that 50 50 bullshit is just bullshit like for the birds for the fucking birds i (laughs) never understand that shit especially just like i said it's just right it's 2021 like let's just be 100 if you got kids in your household you need more than one income to make that shit work you just do like it's me and my son technically in my household but my guy makes sure we're fucking good like i don't know what people be talking about that's some crazy shit to me i'm like no you can't depend on no man no sis you can't depend on your fucking man mine comes the fuck through right. every single yeah. time so i have no idea what, what you're talking you about got, everybody pick them better sis what you mean depend yeah. on what depend on, on what on people on people income because shit, y'all, y'all everybody know i got five kids and my mm-hmm. kids go without nothing and i still travel the world all year round. i do what That's i want true. i got Damn, six I kids i just came back from eight it's all about how you balance you know what i'm saying you gotta you gotta prioritize but as that's you know with some men mess up with that you know what i'm saying like they go to get on these tangents but you you have to take care of business you can't beat your chest and say oh i need this but bro are you handling your business are you paying the bills right. are you taking up right. the trash are you going to work are you taking care of a car are you gonna tight like little shit that you know you're supposed to be doing and you being lazy you trying to skip your beat no bro like you can't you can't beat your chest as a man and not take care of man business that's what a yeah, lot of confusion I, I, don't, I, don't respect, well. I don't respect these people living beyond their means man you just hurting the family and yeah. hurting everybody else that's y'all better talk that shit then talk that shit then <laughs> i don't have no kids but i just know they're expensive they're as fuck expensive so, as fuck trust okay. me okay. 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 my little 13 y'all be hitting me up i about called my mama yesterday like man, i did not realize how i have to apologize mama i'm sorry for these years these these motherfuckers are expensive <laughs> like they don't they don't stop eating they don't stop growing they don't stop doing shit and it just gets worse as time progresses. But I love my kids. Shout out to all six of them. Love them all. Shit! <laughs> <laughs> That's right? my whole last Brady one. I have to take a drink one out. <laughs> Here's the story. Hey, hey, if, if they did a 2021 Black Brady Bunch, I swear to God, I'll be the poster child for that shit. They're doing man. A, man, somebody give me some money. They're doing that, a Black man. Wonder we'll Year. They are doing a black one. Yeah. 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 It looks good too. Shit. I think um is it Don Cheadle's doing like the voice? Because yeah. you know, like in the original they had like a voice and they had the actors. I don't know who the actors are. I just saw like an ad for it on Twitter. I don't know those actors yeah. either, but it looked like it's gonna be good. I didn't watch the Wonder Years growing up, but I've been I mean, Playboy. Playboy's a lot older than I am, and I, I don't know if Wonder Years is really like you had to say a lot years older than you. You said I'm sorry. You said six years is a, a big enough gap where there's differences in your growing up and what you watch this and what you true. listen to that's 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 just facts that's like no rebuttal there you got that one oh, okay so he allowed you, that shit. you just made me seem like i'm an old man that's, that's oh. one of the, you is you an old man with five kids 
man. Now you almost up there with him. Oh, I'm not. I'm about. I'm. I'm seasoned. I'm. Ex- I'm seasoned. I like that word. I actually like experience. that word. I'm seasoned. Got a little bit of grain here. You know what I'm saying? Had some stress along the way. You know, shit happens. You know. Got to check it out. Funny as the fuck. Okay, so look. We're going to get into the business of the week right after this commercial break. Today's episode is presented by Mycin. Virtually every chef agrees that a sharp, well-balanced chef's knife is the essential workhorse for any kitchen. A great knife should feel good in your hand, stay sharp, and hold up over time. To the rigors of your kitchen. Simple, right? But... Behind these deceptively simple concepts are centuries of tradition, technology, design, and craft. Mice has spent four years developing the perfect knife because every little detail matters. Mice went through 37 different prototypes until they knew they had the perfect knife. The final result? A knife that's a pleasure to hold, sharp enough to plow, through even the toughest foods, and a blade that stays sharper longer. The best part is, by partnering closely with their factories and selling directly online, Mycin is able to offer incredible cookware at wholesale pricing. Go to the link in our show notes to get your Mycin knife today. Mycin, the perfect knife at an unreal price. Woo, child. Y'all know what time it is. It's definitely time for that business of the week. The business of the week is a home secret, decor, and healing. A home secret, decor, and healing was created in 2019 by Angela Perkins. Their mission is to guide you on a spiritual journey through meditation, motivation, affirmations, and healing. You got that right. Between their wax melts, their candles, their sage, baby, you can't help but feel all of the aforementioned. With each of their products holding specific alternative methods of healing, they will improve your mental and physical health, reduce stress and anxiety, and get rid of that negative energy, child, because don't nobody want that. Listen, visit ahomesecrets.com to get your healing journey on. Now it's time for one of my newest segments, Artists of the Week. And this week's artist is top releasing her new single, Maybe I'm Ready. Let us know if you're feeling it. I was the one who didn't care nothing but love Hurt too many times I live by it can be for the Yeah. 
give her two dollars automatic. No, I picked it back up off the floor and I threw it back on when she was done. You know, I kind of deja vu. And let me call you right back, Clay. I gotta go and get these skates off. Hey, how y'all doing, ladies? Welcome to Skate World. Well, skating is your world. How can I help y'all? You need size nine. How about you say? Nine. Nine for you and how about you? We got nine, nine, and six. Woo! We got a little twix. Oh wait, wait, not a trip. Bam! Having to have a size nine for you. Got a size now for you, and I happen to have a special size six to show away. Go ahead and twirl on that park now. Don't come back to you. Just don't come back yet. All right, so look, as I was saying, look, the $2 lap dance was crazy. When I made the re-rain on that cheek, ooh, earthquake. Uh-huh, 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 How did I get here? Talks of commitment, I don't usually fit here. Thoughts of a broken heart, it's truly a big fear. So, how was it, baby? You got me wildin' just at the thought of you smiling and I used to think that this don't exist. Swim upstream when it didn't work, there's other fish. But you keep feeding me good love. I'm scared of another dish, cause I'm worried that it ain't no serving as good as this. See, I met a lot of women in my lifetime, but none quite fine. But none like mine, it is you. I feel higher than Indo with this one. Now I'm jumping out the window with this one. Now every kiss is beginning with K The fingers middle to my exes if they feeling the way uh -huh. With that said, I'm out the game Jersey retiring You my job now, I'm just praying that you're hiring Ready? And that was our Artist of the Week, Ty, with Maybe I'm Ready, featuring D2G. Let us know, we downloading or deleting? All right, y'all, welcome back. Shout out to our Business and Artist of the Week. Make sure y'all support them. I'll make sure their links are in the description of this podcast. So if you're watching this on YouTube, it's in the description box. And if you're listening to this on your favorite podcast listening site, just click the see more and you'll see how to reach out to those business of the week and the artists of the week. But now it's time to get to the nitty gritty of the damn show. So Woo Child Save Your Tears is definitely going to be about being one, just a person of color. And I say person of color because I am um, of mixed race and so is Brock. Um, and I say person of color being a person of color and having to control your emotions differently than um, our white counterparts. And so it's, it's just very ironic that this show is majority male influenced this time. But I definitely wanted to talk about that, um, especially in particular with the guys. How do you feel and how did you feel growing up when you're told, you know, like, boys don't cry or, you know, suck it up, be a man? Like, how does that make you feel about your emotions now as an adult? 
anybody can start. Um, I still reiterate that to my boys now. I tell them that they need to be tougher because, like, you're not gonna get no fair breaks in life. Everywhere you go, you're gonna run into obstacles. So you need to be tough about it. Some situations you can't control; they always out of your hand. Mm-hmm. So. With 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 that being said, though, is is being tough? Does that necessarily coincide with not being in touch with your emotions or not being able to express them? No, nah, because sometimes I feel like certain emotions it still ain't gonna help the situation. So why do it? Hmm. I don't feel like you need to cry over a situation that ain't gonna help you. Hmm. That ain't gonna help. You. What about you, Kyle? Uh, I feel like you can't control like everybody's entitled to re- their reaction to a certain situation, but where the issue happens is okay, you have an issue, and then I respond to said issue. Usually. It's the it's the rebuttal to which you come back with because most people they can't deal with us because usually in their mind I I, I I put something out there in the atmosphere usually you have a, a thought process on how that person is going to respond and when they don't respond in that way that's where we get you do you come back do you come back aggressive or do you come back passive or you know you cry about it or you say you know what you know this won't hurt. You know, I'm cool. I'm, I'm, I'm all about, I'm kind of with Ivan to a certain extent. Like, you have to, I tell my boys, hey, son, you, you hold this L, but you don't hold this L and you whine about it. Oh, this is bad. I'm crying. You hold this L, you learn from it. That's what we need to, you know, expand about. You can't let somebody have something bad to them and you not really take a moment to show them where you may have went wrong with you better in that situation. I think the follow-up mm-hmm. is what the problem is. You can have to react, react, and react, but follow-up as a parent is what's more important to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Brock, you, you, I think me and you kind of, we, we grew up similarly where we had to like balance these two different parts of our identity. Bruh, um, very much so. So how was that for you as far as like, you know, expressing yourself and your emotions and being able to do that. Um, I think for me, and when I'm like hearing these responses and like listening to this question, I'm thinking about like just a a child, not so much a child that's going through like situations like puberty or like boyfriends and girlfriends or like, you know, adolescents. I'm thinking more just like the innocence of a child. You know, there's times where you really do need to like check your children and be like, um, that's not okay, but also you still need to let them know that their feelings are valid. Mm-hmm. Now with me personally, like my mother is black and I was raised predominantly in her household and she always made it known, like if you're gonna be in my household that you are going to identify as black. And there were certain situations where she'd be like, get it together. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like just sit your ass down. Sit your ass down. And I would have to like, I had to like, you know, <laughs> get it together in that moment. <laughs> and like, try not to like outpour and like cry and do all this shit. But then I see like the white kids, cause like my dad's white. I see all these white kids who are like, I hate you mom. And the mom is just like, oh, that's little Timmy. Um, I feel <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, 
like it was this weird Libra scale of like I don't know how to act in certain situations because mm. I see two different responses to things. So um, I, I feel very well adjusted as an adult now, um, and I wish that you know if I do have children in the future, like I want to uh, tell them like you know your feelings are very valid and what you're feeling right now, shit's gonna happen. You scrape your knee, just get it out, do what you gotta do. But there are certain situations where you can't act hysterical. You can't be throwing a fit in public because this is not a good look for anybody. Um, but yeah, that's just kind of where I'm coming from. Um, mm -hmm. It's And it's always been a weird Libra scale of just so many different situations, like regardless of emotions. So yeah. Yeah. I, I, I am. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Hey, Brock, have you ever pulled a little Timmy with your mom and just see what she would do? If, <laughs> yes. I didn't get the yeah. little Timmy response. I got the Tyrone response. Like, there was no such thing as a timeout, like, at my mom's house. Like, you got that ass whooped and then just going about your business. <laughs> But if I want to like, yeah, but if I want to like my dad's side of the family and I was acting up, it was very like, sit down in five minutes, like face the wall, like you're in timeout. And that mm -hmm. just, that ain't going to do nothing. Cause as soon as I'm done with that five minutes, I'm back to being bad. Cause you <laughs> see, <laughs> I'm back to, <laughs> cause I didn't learn There's nothing no from it. At all. <laughs> I am. It's funny that that Brock mentioned like the Libra scale, right? It's like the Libra scale. I am, and if you listen to any other um, episodes, y'all know I'm very in tune with my Earth sign. Okay, I am a true fucking Taurus. Um, with that being said, I I was just never an emotional person. Um, I wasn't an emotional kid. I'm not emotional though. Like I make very sound decisions. I can be pissed the fuck off and the decision that I make is still going to make sense. I'm just going to think about it all the way through. Um, what I had to realize though, in raising my son is that, um, he's emotional. He's an Aquarius and he's a fucking water sign. And he kind of, whatever is the moment in his life at that time, that's how the hell he going to feel. The thing that most people don't worry Man, I'm fucking crazy. Y'all got some emotions, Ooh, child. Those cancers, the water signs, them water works. Oh my God. <laughs> my oh, emotions that I was never feel. Yeah, and I'm okay with, with him being in touch with his emotions and him understanding them, even at 11. I feel like he's very good at expressing himself. Um, mm -hmm. What I've experienced as a black mom, as a black, as a young black mom, is that you let him express himself. He can tell you no. He can do this. And it's like, well, he has the right to be upset. He can be, who the fuck said kids can't be upset? Like, I'm not sure who's in their mindset was like, you know, kids aren't allowed to have emotions. Like, to me, that is just the dumbest shit ever. I agree. Um, kids are little. I agree. Kids I agree. are little adults. That's really, they're just little humans. They are adult in little form. Like, they have the same exact emotions that we have. When we're pissed about something and we don't want to do something, we technically don't do it. If we want to express something, we express it. Now, what, I, what I've taught him is how to express his self, obviously in a very respectful manner. So if I be like, oh, you're upset with me? Yes, mommy, and I would like to be left alone. Okay, I'm gonna allow him to be left alone because what I don't want to happen is you give me your fucking attitude while I'm talking to you. 
because that's not gonna work neither. So I'm gonna let you chill, relax, get it together, and then you can come back and speak to me. And what I've realized is that a lot of black kids um, don't get that opportunity because we're being disrespectful. The, uh, and, and it doesn't matter if we're being disrespectful or not, we're deemed that. I don't agree with you, so I'm disrespectful. I don't want to do that, so I'm disrespectful. I don't care that that's what you want to do, I'm disrespectful. Like, So that's kind of how I grew up. Um, they wanted more emotion out of me growing up, but it just wasn't in my nature. Like, mm, what am I crying for? I don't solve shit. Like, I'm just crying. Okay, so I'm going to cry and I'm going to get that shit out and then I got to go figure it out. But right. like, I would have that Whoops, moment with ass. myself. Yeah, like I'd have that moment with myself. And even now, like, I had a, a, a situation at a previous job where a, a manager literally was like, I guess he called himself trying to yell at me. I don't know what the fuck he thought he was doing. But I was I was confused because I was like, you know, like what's happening? And in that moment, you know, I was like, yeah. So I'm going to tell you this much, sir. You have children, but none of them are in this room. So you're not going to speak to me in that manner. But when they called me to HR and it was a big issue, they made it seem like I reacted out of emotion. No, I reacted because that button was pushed. It was a reaction. It, it wasn't an emotional reaction. It was a reaction to what the situation was. And so that's what I don't like about, you know, like, Black people not being able to express themselves. Like, we joked around earlier, Kyle, about, you know, using the word aggressive with Black women and all of that kind of stuff. But, yeah. like, in corporate America, I literally have to bite my tongue. I have to soften up my voice. I have to make sure That's that I true. come off a certain different way because mm -hmm. my emotions... You're right. Yeah, my emotions are yeah. taken differently than Karen's emotions or Kim's emotions. And we can be saying the right. same exact thing. And Karen and right. Kim are in their right to feel that way. But, you know, Cubana, you are just, you're being emotional. And maybe we should take a step right. back and think about this. Like, no, God damn it, I feel the way I feel. Like, <laughs> <No>. the hell? <laughs> See, I'm, I'm glad I'm in the field. I ain't got to worry about that. I that's it. Yeah. And like you said, you know, probably when you work in a in a <laughs> when you work in the field that you work in, you can say what you want to say. I feel like as a man in particular, but as a woman in your field, I would still be looked at as emotional. If me and you have the same reaction, I'm emotional and you just expressing yourself. I don't know. Not, I, I feel what you're saying, but the way everything is right now. It's a total different outlook on everything. We we supposed to watch everything we say, everything we do. I don't give a fuck. I tell them yeah. what it is and how it is. When, and tell them what I'm going to do and what I ain't going to do. You <laughs> <laughs> handle yourself accordingly after that. I, I had so, to tell somebody the other day. Mm -hmm. okay, all you got to do is touch me. You touch me one time, your body going to be picked up by the corner. That's it. I don't care. And that nigga stood right there, and he ain't touched that me. That nigga. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga stood. This man might be serious. <laughs> so, bro, I know you said like it helped you be balanced as you got older, um, being able to see both ends of the spectrum. But how do you think, like, do you really think it's balanced or do you think, like, you suppress emotions and sometimes and then other times you kind of, like, tap into the Timmy side of, of things? 
Um, well, I definitely don't tap into the Timmy side of things now because it's, I just know that's not the way to go. And I see how they act on the internet and that's just, I'm embarrassed for half of me. <laughs> like, I'm just like that gift of Marty Stimson where she's like, looking away. Like, <laughs> please do not, like, I know I'm like very light skinned. Please do not associate me with that. <laughs> like, and I ain't gonna lie, um, if I was you, I play both cards. I ain't gonna lie, I run with I both do both. sometimes, I do sometimes, <laughs> but it's that situation where they acting a fool, I'm like, please look away. <laughs> I ain't got nothing to do with them. I'm hanging with the black folks um but suppressing uh i feel like now is i don't know i still feel very balanced as an adult mm -hmm. and i think that i just got my emotions out because i've lived through you know these certain situations and i've had to play them out and some situations i had to do like i mean like talking about like breakups and stuff like that like some situations i had to do like over and over again so i know like with each passing time how I reacted in that first situation to how I acted in the last, then it kind of balances me out because I, I did different things and got different results and I kind of know what's going on now, but yeah, that's where I'm at. Hmm. How many boys do you have, Clay? I got three boys. Yeah, three boys. How many boys do you have, Kyle? Four. Yeah, four boys. Damn, y'all got a lot of fucking hell. 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 I got a one year, you come get both these little niggas and take them for a little while and reevaluate that thought process. That's about two Work I those I emotions give you out. I will give you $100 stipend, whatever they need. You can have all that shit. And you think about that twice after that baby people. Okay, so, okay, so with y'all having these boys, right? Do you raise them differently than you were raised as far as being emotional? I know, play you said, like, I, I teach my boys to just, you know, Crying ain't gonna solve it, but do you allow them to at least have a moment? Uh, it de it depends on the situation. Like if we all in public, nobody should ever be able to get you to that level. Mm. You need to be able to think about it. You don't need to mm -hmm. break down crying. You don't need to do none of that because then they know how to fuck mess with you on a regular. Mm -hmm. Facts. But mm. at the crib, you know, I tell them, man, go go relax, calm down, think about it, come back to me. But other than that, no, nah, because I, I done been in a situation when I was a shorty. I was 10 years old and I had a white uh, cop put a 12 gauge shotgun on me and make me lay on the ground. Mm -hmm. I ain't crying. I just sat there and laughed at him. Right, so hey. I feel like that's a problem. <laughs> like, no, I would have been like, oh, God, I probably would have shit myself. Hey. Like, Lord, Jesus, save <laughs> me now. Because, like. back off of Bro's comment, though, <laughs> where we miss is. You hold, like you said, you, like I said earlier, you may have to hold that L in that moment. But what we forget is we don't have that moment where we depress. You hold that L and it's just, we hold the L, we're angry and it's never really a decompressed moment. That's mm. what leads to the frustration. That's what leads to a lot of the anger in these young black men. Because you have that right to have that anger. You may not have to show at that moment. Cause like you said, they can get you at this moment, they know. I have a very short fuse. I had to learn that as I got in my 30s. You gotta chill. It's, everything does not deserve a reaction. 
but mm. at a certain at a certain time, you do have the right to say, you know what, Dad, I want to talk about this. Man, I feel that was fucked up. You know, son, that was messed up. But how you handled yourself in that moment was better than anything you could have really hoped for. Because you can, mm-hmm. at this point, man, you can't, you can't, you can't do shit as a young. I, I, I'm scared for young black kids. I had we had issues growing up. You know what I'm saying? But I don't worry about just flat out getting shot. You know what I'm saying? Like just 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 being black. Just I don't worry. I didn't have that big of a fear. But that that, that reaction has to be talked about. You they have to have that moment to decompress with your know, father, mother, somebody if you feel close to. Got to get that off the chest. Otherwise, it leads to a deep deeper frustration. Hmm. I was in my um twenties. <laughs> I so Kyle Kyle knew me. Both Kyle and Brock. Brock met me when I was kind of calmed down a little bit. We just had a class together. I used to be sitting there chill. I'm not my damn business. You ain't talk to me. I ain't talk to you. Um, that's just how my life was. That's how I am now. If you don't talk to me, I won't talk to you. We'll be cool. But Kyle knew me in my twenties. I knew Kyle you in my prime. Kyle knew me in my clubbing days, dragonfly days. Kyle knew me. Like okay, so. I did. To see Kyle now as a parent, as a husband, like this is crazy to me because this, this ain't the Kyle I met. You know what I'm saying? Like this is not the Kyle <laughs> I know. Was, this was not me in 21. This is a completely, <laughs> completely different thing. I still have to own this myself, but man. Yes, but Kyle knew me as, and that's that's why me and him can really joke about me being aggressive and being right. mean and all that kind of stuff. Because Kyle knew me when my my emotions weren't necessarily checked. So though I'm very grounded as a person, once you take me there, I'm there. It's over with. Like, I don't want you might as well go ahead and wrap it up because everybody involved finna get these hands. They for everybody. <laughs> but I remember in no particular- No lies told. No lies told. Not a, <laughs> not a lie told today. <laughs> I remember in particular, um, <laughs> a couple times actually but this one time in particular you know i got into it with a girl outside of a club and i wasn't even talking to her so i'm not even sure how that situation happened like what happened here like how did she get involved in this situation but my homegirl, she was trying to get some dude number on the side of the car and i had told her earlier in the day i said our I said, everything's off. We typically go to this club first, and then we hit up Clark and Division, then we do this. We're off. We didn't went to eat, then hit up this club, and it's later than we normally would be at this club, right? So it's like, you just kind of know what's going on. And the girl had said something to me, and I'm like, bitch, I want to talk to you. So I was like, I don't even understand why this is an issue. And um, she was like, ho, blah, blah, smack, um. Hit in the motherfucking face. Like I know you fucking lying. But because we go to this club, we had we had went to this club so often, the bouncers knew us, the promoters knew us, the bartenders knew us. Everybody ran over there. Could gotta get in the car. Just get in the car. Just get in the car. Let it go. Let it go. This bitch just hit me. Fuck you mean let it go. Right. I'm not letting it go. But they wanted me to let it go. Cause they like, well, shit, you know, like just, just chill. Like it ain't even that big of a deal. But to me, like at that time, I'm here now. Like I didn't went from zero to a hundred. Bitch, this ain't no. You just call me a hoe. You just call me a bitch. Like you put your hands on me. My my emotions are no longer even being fucking thought of. So my little ratchet ass 
Tell my yes. homie, get in the fucking car. Get in the car. I drive around. Because I know this bitch didn't park over here some fucking where. Blocked her car in. And I didn't drag this damn girl out the car. Now, at this point, this is a problem, right? Because I'm in my fucking 20s. I got a real fucking job. Like, I got a kid. My well, emotions out here. I'm a, an adult. Like, I, I didn't graduate <laughs> undergrad. I didn't do all kinds of shit. Like, I really need to get myself together. And I didn't drag this goddamn girl out the fucking car to try to then try to beat her face off. So the whole situation, the police pull up. Now, once the police get there, I'm like, fuck, like, here we go. So the police got me in the back of the squad car. They got her in the back of a different squad car. So I'm sitting here like, bitch, you wait till you turn 20-something to get fucking arrested. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? So I'm sitting there, sitting there, sitting there. They like, we arresting both of y'all. And I'm like, it was self-defense. They like, that was not fair. So, <laughs> I was a, I was a, you drove around looking for this guy. Technically, girl. was though she slapped you first. It she technically slapped me. Was. She did initiate the contact. She didn't not self defense. She just waited a little bit. It's not self defense at all. They would have been able to arrest my ass on. Premeditated any fucking thing. That was definitely funny as hell. It was a hot fucking mess. But I was sitting there in the back of the squad car. Now at this point, still no tears, right? Still no tears. I'm like the police. I gotta go to work on Monday. This not gonna work. Y'all gotta let me out this fucking car. Like I'm mad as hell, but I'm in the back of the car whole time. Bitch, your reaction to her situation put you in this in this situation, and now you mad at every motherfucking body else. And you didn't let, like, like Plato said, you didn't let somebody on the outside take you to a place that's not even fucking you. Uh-huh. And so for me, with my son, when I'm teaching him how to control his emotions, he, he is a hot head like his mama. Um, I'm teaching him it's okay to be pissed in that moment. But typically, if John John hits you and you hit him back, who you think get caught? The person that did the secondary hitting. Right. John John ain't getting caught. The reaction, so you need to, the reaction always get caught. So always for me, it's like, I'm trying to teach him not to suppress his emotions or to save his tears, as the name of the podcast is, but it's to understand those emotions and be able to react accordingly. Because what yeah. I don't want is for him to be sitting in the back of a squad car like, fuck, I waited till I was 20-something years old to get fucking arrested. And just to end that story, I didn't get arrested. The police officer... I got arrested at 20. That was my first time. Oh, uh, no. Nah. The police officer let my ass go. He let her go, too. But he let us go. And he was like, y'all need to get that shit together. And then he was, you know, he went on that whole, like, black cop. Because he was a black cop. He went on that whole black cop situation. Y'all too cute to be out here. Da, 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 da. Me. I'm saying, oh, ignorant shit. Bitch, I know you on section eight. I'm finna report your retarded ass. Like, I was saying all kinds of ignorant shit. Ignorant. I was so, I was so horrible in that moment. Like, but it's like, after that moment, after I had a couple days to like chill, relax, right? Kind of get myself together. I'm like, bitch, you let somebody take your emotions to that point where you wasn't even in control of your own shit? Like, I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. I don't know, y'all. I don't know if I can save my tears no more, though, neither. Like, I'm at that point. Like I said, I'm 32. I'm going to tell you how I feel, whether you like it or not. Damn, you 32? Damn. 32. 
I'm Wait, how old is everybody yeah, else in this room? Hey, just for the record, I just want to call this out. Earlier, if you said I was old, you said young, young mother. You was old dad. He made sure she said she was a young mother. I was and a young was mother. Old dad. I like some little skate right past and stuff. Nah, I, I was a I was a young <laughs> mother. I had my son See? at but twenty. You in the bottom right side were an old dad. <laughs> no, no, no. He's he's an old dad currently. I was, I was a young mother. I don't think you I'm got, a young mother anymore. I think I was a young mother at 20 when I had my baby in undergrad and was sitting here acting a goddamn fool at the club. Like, my, I was acting like that. Beating bitches up. Beating bitches up. I made it through college, though. I made it through college, though. That's an accomplishment that I was And you know what? That is I was worried about that. It was a time. <laughs> but I made it through college. At least I did that shit. That was me and made college and I, I finished school. I I had a different situation than most people did. When I got pregnant with my son, I definitely was engaged to his dad. I, I feel like I grew up real fast and then took a step back when I had the opportunity. So it was like, oh, okay, like I we're engaged and I, oh shit, now I'm pregnant. Oh shit, now I'm broke up. Damn, I'm a single mama. Oh, my mama said she gonna keep this baby. I'm outside. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, don't even worry. And so now I'm back into that moment where it's like, okay, I'm calm down. Like, oh, y'all want to go the out? Is this not a day party? The ratchetness was just amazing. For that three seconds of life, it was just amazing. <laughs> I, I, was <laughs> I was out here wild running the streets. Man. My son, it changed everything. Mm. Hey, look, you, you, hey, my daughter, my daughter really kind of, I was like, man, I thought about that. I got a little girl now. I can't be doing this shit I was doing no more, man. This shit, like, if someone do this with my daughter, I'm going to kill their ass, man. This is I was going to say. You got to reevaluate the thing. And the daughters are really, really. So let's really, talk about I mean, this. So how do you treat, uh, uh, wait, okay, first, Brock, are you the only child? No, I'm the middle child. I have an older you sister and a younger brother. Work. Okay, wait. How I know you have a sister playing. You have sisters right. too, right? I got sisters and brothers. Right, we're gonna talk about these girls though. So was where when you guys were growing up and we're talking about just kind of like saving your tears, like if you fall, get your ass up, you good, dust it off. Like were the girls taught that same thing? Were they taught just, you know, to be that tough as well? Were they allowed to kind of be like, Oh my god, the world is ending? Like how was that? Well, my fa- my family grew up under the six. They was bosses, so it wasn't none of that stuff. We from the street. All right. He said, gang, 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 gang. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't none of that soft stuff. <laughs> what about you, Brock? Because that's an interesting, and not to get too much in your business, are all of y'all like by the same mom, same dad, or was it? Um, so, you know what's really funny? My sister and my brother, so me and my brother have the same dad. My sister has a different dad, but my sister's 13 years older than me. So by the oh. time I was in kindergarten, she was already off to college. So yeah. I grew up as a middle or as an only child for like a hot second before my brother came around. And he's six years younger than me. So <laughs> kind of like the age difference between you and play, like that's a whole like- That's a big I'm, difference. I'm out of high school when he's graduating eighth grade. Like mm-hmm. I, so uh, we all kind of had just different experiences growing right. up, I guess, um, in mm-hmm. a sense. Um, I feel like I was probably like, I'm definitely like the black sheep of the family, but I was definitely like the wild child of the family. And I mean, I'm running the streets as an adult, but in, in a different sense where it's like, I'm doing my shit as an adult. 
Right. Hey, I'm running the streets internationally now. Like, because now I got this passport and I can go where the fuck I want. <laughs> Man, let me know. Shit. I'm, I'm always. Trying to, I'm trying to go to Mexico in a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to go anywhere and anywhere. Play be everywhere where he's supposed to fucking be. I said play. Make sure you somewhere stationary, my nigga. Sit down. Don't be doing shit you ain't no business doing. He. I'm gonna be sitting down, next thing you know, playing a car. Fam, I cannot record with you in the car. I just can't do it. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm gonna move, man. Kyle, what about you and your sister? Your sister's older than you, right? Right. Right. So how how was that difference as far as like being taught how to deal with your emotions? I had different I had different viewpoints. I was a I'm the definition of if, if PK was a person, it was me. <laughs> My sister was, my sister was, uh, I love my sister, don't get me wrong, but she was the one, she was wild, she's just as wild as I am, but she tried to have the, the, the goody, the goody thing. Me, I'm like, hey, this is me, mm-hmm. let me do this, or I'm going to do this shit regardless, and you're going to be embarrassed afterwards. So let's, let's come to a middle ground here and something like that. I mm-hmm. usually lost the battle, but at the same time, like, when I got, I didn't really get bad until I got to school. You know what I'm saying? Just keep in mind, two parent household. I'm like, I'm thinking, I had to. My dad was a great example. You know what I'm I love my. As I got older, I realized I appreciate my parents more, especially with a lot of my friends' parents like passing away now. Like I appreciate my parents a lot more. But my dad was the exact opposite of everything I see. Like he's quiet. He don't got. He's real quiet. He keeps to himself. He don't go nowhere. So like, I didn't really see. Just be honest, I didn't see a lot of infidelity and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just flat out didn't see it. That's some shit I learned when I got out in the world. You know what I'm saying? It's right or wrong, but like, it, it didn't, it didn't come across. But my mm. sister will always try to be skewed shit. Me, I just, I didn't even try to, I didn't try to hide. I just come in there like, well, I'm gonna, I tell, I, I will, I will just hold my L. Like I said earlier, like, hey, you know, it was two o'clock, right? I'm like, yeah, well, I know I ain't going to for a little while. You know, shit, it is what it is. And got, that's how I learned that mentality. Because I didn't try to hide it, you know. I want, mm. I want to get out there. I want to kick it. You know what I'm saying? But so, what about you, play? As far as what? By the way, we already that. talked about you. You said that everybody ain't nobody soft. Everybody grew up yeah. in the hood. You know, I just ain't even got time for Playboy today. Um, <laughs> we from, from Harvey World. He said the girls are tougher than the boys. <laughs> That's probably exactly what it is. Girls probably shut that shit all the way down. <laughs> Look, I really appreciate y'all coming on the podcast today and talking about, you know, just emotions in general. I know it's like I said, people of color, we don't typically talk about our emotions. We don't go to therapy. Let they let them tell it. That's not true. But let them tell it. We don't go to therapy. We don't talk about we our emotions. To to don't let them know. I'm going to say <laughs> I didn't been to therapy a couple times. Um, I actually was a guest on a different show. And once it is cleared for me to actually say the name of the show, I will. But I was a guest on that show. And that episode was about black people going to therapy and just um, black people being in touch with their emotions enough to know that they needed therapy. And that was a really good show, a very great interview. And I really can't wait to bring that to you guys. But before we end, I want people to know how they can reach you. And if they want to watch your podcast and follow up with you, how can they do that? Um, not everybody has a podcast, but one person does. I'm going to save him for last. So we're going to go with you, Kyle. How can the people reach you? 
Snapchat. Boston 911. This nigga. Instagram. K with it four. That's the only thing. What about you, Play? Man, y'all can find me on Facebook, Ivan Paxton Fenty. This nigga gave himself a Rihanna last name, motherfucker. We ever have a podcast about last names? You can't be on this episode. You don't lose. I lose all my credibility. Ivan Paxton Fenty. Ivan Paxton Fenty. She gonna sue your ass, my nigga. Get her her name, though. And I don't know my Instagram, and then my Snapchat, I believe, is RLC Playboy. Bet. Okay, Brock, with the podcast that I can't wait for at the drop, (laughs) go on, give it to him. All right, you guys can find me on Instagram at who Brock James. It's a playoff of Mike Jones. Who Mike Jones? <laughs> we all know. Uh, or you can find me on Twitter at who Brock James underscore. I really love to interact with people on there. And I'm gearing up for the second season of my podcast called Split Check, where I interview people about their customer service horror stories. So stay tuned for that. You can find that on Instagram at the Split Check. Yes, and y'all yeah, already know y'all can find now. me. He gonna put the back. Let me tell you something. I can't wait to get on that show. Brock already told me I can come, and I got some yeah. shit to stay. I'm, okay. I'm getting the interviews together. I already Whoop got show. two so far. I'm about to give you. I'm about to request you. I'm about to hit you up privately. It's lit. Look, y'all already know. Y'all can find me at Cubana Kiss on everything: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, whatever, even TikTok. I'm on there. I'm kind of funny. Um, so y'all can hit me up at Cubana Kiss on everything. Until then, we will talk to y'all later. Mwah.